0: And Divinely Driven Results. I'm your host, Elise Smith, Christian business strategist, and I get to empower Christian women entrepreneurs just like yourself to reach those goals that just seem so far away sometimes. And in fact, we have an incredible guest that's going to help take that to the next level for us. Because are you tired of not achieving those goals God has put on your heart and you feel like something's missing? Is time just slipping away from you and you're like running around with a, a chick, like a chicken with its head cut off, but you're getting nothing done. Yep, been there. (laughs) Or are you a high achiever and you maybe don't want to admit getting help, right? We're going to talk about all of this and so much more um, by foolproofing your productivity in four simple steps. So make sure you stick around because you are not going to want to miss all of these incredible simple steps that you can implement in your business for success right away. So we have a a great guest on with us here today. Her name is Lynette Williams and she she is a goal setting and productivity coach. So Lynette, please tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do.
1: Hi, Elise. Thank you so much for having me today. So believe it or not, my background is a homeschooling mom and goat farmer. Ooh. <laughs> yes. And uh, when God called me to start a business, um, I, I began to realize that, you know, it was time to sort of step out of my personal passions and my comfort zone and the little you know house on the corner and the fence backyard that I had built for myself and step into this greater unknown, so to speak that God had called me into. Uh, being from a one-light town, I did not see myself going outside of the home, really? You know what I mean? Like I had created this life and I was in it and um, now, I am serving God, and I am serving His kingdom, and uh, being here—you know—for example, it's just such a blessing. So, thank you.
0: Awesome! I love that. Now, and then, goat goat farmer story is like yeah. awesome. That's incredible. I don't think we've ever had a goat farmer on our our show before. Um, but tell us a little bit more about how you
1: empower your clients. Right. So basically, after working um, in this industry for several years. I kind of shifted from the back end where I was providing services based on, you know, digital marketing and graphic design and virtual assistants um, to managing my own agency. And I realized that I wasn't pursuing the parts of business that I enjoyed the most, right? Mm -hmm. I was sort of stuck in that, okay, this is how you make money. And this is how you scale. And this is what should come next. And I had not really given enough thought to what do I enjoy the most in what I'm doing, right? Uh, So when I looked back at that, I realized that the part of my business I enjoyed the most was really the conversation, the communication, getting to love on my clients, getting to know them, right? Helping them achieve their goals with their business and seeing how that changed their life. Right. Mm -hmm. And the services I was providing before just weren't really allowing me to connect with them as much as I wanted to and transform their lives. That was really what I wanted. And um, the impact, you know, and Mm -hmm. how if I could impact women, let's say in developing nations, in third world countries, that becomes a legacy for their family, right? That they're passing down because of the way that culture works in those countries. um, when you help one person, you help a family. Mm -hmm. And when you help a family, you help, you know, an entire, you know, town. Right. Um, so I realized that the burden that God had put on my heart is really for transformation, right. Transforming people's lives, not just their website. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with being a web designer. I learned so much about graphic design and virtual assistants. And I really believe that the experience and getting my hands on so many different parts of the sales system was amazing and it was wonderful. But for me, I really feel like God was calling me to come out from behind the scenes and encourage women to start a business and just take God by the hand and trust him to grow it and let it be as big as he wants it to be.
0: Mm -hmm. And it does take trust too. And, and the thing that I love what you said more than anything is that we, you have to have joy in what you do, right? Like that we are meant to have joy in this journey. And even though that's a bumper sticker or a tagline or whatever, it is so true. And that's one thing that, you know, we have a mindset coach in our coaching brokerage and she is incredible. She actually came up with this concept of putting a joy level on every single task that you have. And that is going to, I think, lead us to one of your steps of delegation, right? Anything that doesn't bring you joy, let's kind of get that off your plate. But I think that that's so important for us to remember is we get so bogged down in entrepreneurship and all the millions of hats that we own and that we wear that what brings you joy and how can you get back to that more? So perfect. Good, good. So let's go into your four simple steps. So what is your first step that you want us to focus on today?
1: Okay, so this is really easy and I love actionable steps. So you can literally go from listening to this podcast and take action right afterwards because that's super important to me that you execute and take action. So the first thing that I wanna do is I want you to think about your week, right? Um, I want you to think about your week and write down everything that you can possibly think of that you have to get accomplished this week. Um, I love this exercise because if you're somebody like me who is constantly having way too many thoughts in your head and you're worried about forgetting something um, and you feel like my to-do list just seems huge, it just always seems like it's just too many things, right? If you write it down, you will immediately feel way less stressed and you will actually shrink it will, it always seems bigger in your mind than it is on paper. So if you take it out of your mind and put it on paper, your to-do list will shrink and emotionally you'll feel less stressed. So try that. Okay. Step one.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it. And actually we can use either like pen and paper or like a system. Like, you know, I I use a sauna because usually my to-do list has more than one person involved in it and I can delegate like we were just talking about, but I completely agree. I mean, it just gets it out of your head and it just frees you up to be able to focus on things more. So perfect. Step number one, I absolutely love. What's step number
1: two? Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Step number two is priorities. Okay. So this is super important for that person who's a people pleaser, for that person who has trouble with boundaries, saying no, um, or just prioritizing in general. Like, how do I know what to do when? Right? I make this super simple because I literally have you prioritize. Like, hey, what has to happen? Right? Like doctor's appointments, picking up the kids from school, um, anything that it has to do, you know, with work or pre-existing. Uh, you know, appointments, schedules, that sort of thing, right? If you're already committed to something, that goes first. This way, it's not now you're trying to fit your life around work, but you are forcing work to fit around your life, right?
0: Yes, love that. That's so powerful because it's, it's our control. It's in our control. We get to decide what our schedule looks like, even though sometimes it doesn't feel like that. So if someone's like, oh man, I don't know, you know, tell us a little bit about how you help people get over blocks of, you know, actually writing things down and putting that that priority down.
1: I am so glad you asked because none of this happens without resistance, right? We're literally taking a fast track to, okay, where's your emotional trigger? And we're going to have it like scream and jump out of the windows, right? This is the perfect time with it being Halloween. Um, So yeah, we're literally going to be scaring every trigger out of you, but that's where the work is. I always say that, that this is where the work is. This is where the transformation lies, right? And it's so personal and it's so individual, right? It's not going to be the same for every person. So when it comes to clarity and when it comes to how do I bridge that gap, right? Like I know where I am, I know where I want to be, but how do I build that bridge, right i actually have a specific system just for that for getting unstuck right now no matter where you are when you know you're at that fork in the road right because as entrepreneurs we know as you scale as you grow when you hire a team it doesn't become less decisions it becomes more decisions right and you have to get really good this taps into the leadership mindset of making those decisions quickly trusting your gut and just going with it and just being like, you know what? I'm the leader. I've decided like this, is, this is it. Right. But there's going to be times when you're just like, oh gosh, what do I do? And really, what do I want? And is this in alignment with my goal? Right. So I have a specific uh, set of questions that I um, walk you through and I have it in written form. And I'm also working on a audio download for it. For those that just kind of want to hear it over and over again, right? And maybe having that little bit of extra coaching with me is what you need to kind of work through it. And you can almost listen to it as like a meditation type tape. Uh, So I'm working on that. But yes, it's a very specific set of questions that basically what it does is it draws out, what is your goal? What emotions are there around your goal? And then we compare that to when it's time to take action, what? how do you feel that, right? Mm-hmm. And really the, the tether between that is going deep down into your core human need, right? Is it acceptance? Is it safety? Uh, is it uh, like comfort, right? Like what is your core human need? And realizing, having the awareness around, for whatever reason, Your ego is identifying that you going after this goal is triggering and somehow not satisfying that human need for acceptance, safety, whatever that is, right? So that's the the awareness that you need to identify. And then the mindset piece comes in where it's like, okay, how can we make ourselves feel safe around taking the action to achieve that goal, knowing that this goal is actually what we really want not something we should be afraid of. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, just to give a quick example, it was public speaking, right? That's why I was afraid to even identify as a coach, tell anybody that I was (laughs) coaching, even charge for coaching. I didn't feel ready to step out in front. I was very comfortable behind the scenes. I was very comfortable just sort of, you know, doing this and not being seen. Oh, well, you guys can't see me, but I'm doing the typing hands. I'm doing the typing hands, right? Um, You were behind the scenes, behind the computer, you can't see me, right? I didn't even wanna take branding photos because that meant I would have to be in front of the camera. Very terrifying, right? Um, So that was part of my aha moment was like, why am I afraid of that? Oh, because of the acceptance, right? Like, what if I'm not accepted? What if I get up there? And I'm in front of hundreds of thousands of people and they boo me or something. But then I thought, really, that's not going to happen because if they are coming to that conference, if they're paying Mm -hmm. to see me, it's to see me. It's because they want to, right? So it's it's just mindset. So that's just a quick example of kind of how I worked backwards to create that get unstuck solution.
0: Oh, powerful, powerful. And, and it makes me think about that concept of that, um, everything, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's like 90% mental, right? Like it's a mindset game that we are constantly playing with ourselves. That's why we talk about with Divinely Driven Results, our inner dream stealer. And I love the fact that you just gave some really amazing tools to be able to help overcome that voice. Because if we listen to that voice, it really will steal away our dreams. So perfect, perfect. So we've got our first two, which is really write it all down. And then the next one is prioritize, just based on what you just talked about. What is step number three?
1: So step number three is I think the most fun because this is where we really get to work, right? And I love to, again, just like play with you guys and your mind a little bit here and take you outside of the box and not not consider finishing the project that you start before you start another project right and what I mean by that is and I learned this back in my agency days when you have multiple clients and you're trying to work on similar projects but maybe they're in different phases right Um, or you have different due dates you may be tempted to okay start Monica's website and finish that before you work on the next project My recommendation is if you are looking at working for multiple clients, multiple projects, let's batch those tasks together, right? Mm -hmm. So pick a day and research all of the photos that you need for your social media, for website design, you know, whatever your project is for your own business, for your client's business, right? What is the similarities in the tasks? Are you recording a lot of video? Are you editing a lot of blogs? Are you doing a lot of hashtag research, right? Depending on your business, but what does that look like? Mm -hmm. I promise you by reducing the number of times that you stop and start new projects, new tasks, you are going to save one to two hours a day. This is how I'm able to save 10 hours a week. And people are like, how does that happen? Really simply by accumulating those one to two hours every single day and getting faster uh, at completing your tasks by batching them, you know, depending on what it is that you're doing is bar none, the most productive thing that you can do.
0: Oh, batching. Yes. I mean, we've heard of batching for like social media, like you get all your social media out for the next week or two weeks or a month if you can in one day. But I love, I've never really thought about that concept of looking at all the projects that you have on your plate and what are all of those things that you can do, you know, all together. That is so powerful, you know, and it makes me think about how God created the earth, right? Like that there's specific times for specific things. And, and that's really an incredible and, and biblical success principle, in fact, to be able to do that. So yes. So maybe make a list of, you know, when you're looking at all the projects, or maybe you can use Asana boards or Trello boards or whatever it is that you use is look at what are all of those commonalities, just like she said, with all of your projects. Oh, powerful. Let's, let's definitely get a couple of hours back in our week,
1: if not our day. <laughs> Love that. Yes, yes, it is very powerful. And I love how you said you can use this digitally or you can do it like I do with a hybrid. Like I start with pen and paper. Honestly, I started on a whiteboard because that's how much space I need. I'm so visual, I need to take it all in. Like you should see my funnel. It's like the whiteboard is bigger than me. I have my entire like sales strategy funnel on it. My husband walked in and he's like, whoa, like turns around and walks out. He's like, that's <laughs> overwhelming right? But I'm like, I love it. I need to see it all. I need to see it all, the whole thing, right? So I start there. Then I have like a smaller whiteboard (laughs) and then I take it to pen and paper and finally it makes it onto like the computer, like the Evernote, um, and then I put it in uh, to delegate, right? But it goes through a lot of steps and I shrink it down. That's um, one of the Well, I don't know that we're going to get into it specifically, but when it comes to you mentioned social media repurposing, one of the best tips I have for that is start with your biggest piece of content. Like if you're a a video creator, start with the video content. If you're a blogger, start with that, the longest form of your content and then go smaller.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's some amazing tips here. I hope you guys are all writing this down. Uh, So I think we're all waiting in anticipation for step number four. What would that be?
1: Yes. So step number four really kind of like sums it all up with a bow um, and brings in again that leadership mindset, right? Because I want you to focus on your daily schedule and think about it in terms of optimizing, automating, and delegating. And what I mean by that is if you are just beginning, right? Everything that you're doing, everything that you're spending time in, your focus should be optimizing, right? This system, whether it's researching hashtags, Um, finding digital photos that represent your brand, right? Writing your social media content, whatever that is for your business, optimize that system to where it doesn't take you as much time, right? Once you've done that, the next step is to automate. What tools can you bring in that are going to do those repetitive tasks for you? For instance, your Facebook group. If you have a Facebook group, you should have a plugin tool that... um, connects your new members, collects their email address, right? And auto-populates it into a Google Drive for you or a spreadsheet, right? That's something that you're growing your Facebook group every day. You don't need to be manually going in there, copy, paste, copy, paste, and then adding it. And that's just too much work, right? You have more important things to do. So that needs to be automated, right? Once you've done that, like once you're pretty much like, Lynette, I'm maxed out on tools, I have automated and I have zapped myself silly. I cannot do this anymore, right? Then it's time to really look at delegation. But at this point, you should be able to look back at your system and have a system. And it should be very crystal clear. Like this, these are the steps. I call them SOPs, right? Standard operating procedure. So I just write up SOPs for everything as I do it. Once I've optimized it, I'm like, this is the SOP for my business and how we do things. And it's done, right? and then you just hand it off. You use LastPass for the tools to give them access to the tools and literally it's out of your hands, it's in their hands and you now have that time back. It's a beautiful system and it works really well when you have the purpose in your daily activity, right? So if you're listening and you're thinking, is this really helpful? Does this really work? How how does this benefit me? It literally is the difference between struggling and scaling. Mm -hmm. Because you have to have the intention because how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? So you want to optimize and automate just to support yourself, right? Once you've done that, then the delegation becomes so simple because you're going to be successful in business. You're going to need help.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so true. In fact, my virtual assistant and I, uh, she's also my social media manager. We were just talking about this last night because we were, you know, having a fun time with Zapier. (laughs) So it's funny that you said that. But the thing is, is that that's the difference between almost it's the difference between a hobby business and being a CEO is having processes and systems in place. And that is the difference between getting stuck and actually scaling your business is the, I love how you said it, optimizing, automating, and delegating, because those are the things that are going to help. And, and it it can take a little bit of time to set it up in the beginning, right? But it's going to be worth it in the end. We are, we are building for the long haul. We're building for the big picture here, not just the couple of extra minutes that it might take to train someone or that it might take to create a process or to work with Zapier (laughs) or any other system that you may have. So, I completely 100% agree with you. Um, These have been amazing steps. Uh, So let's kind of go through the four steps one more time. Can you give us a recap?
1: Absolutely. So the first thing you're going to do is brain dump your to-do list. I want you to immediately feel that relief, uh, knowing everything is going to get done by the end of the week because you're going to plan it out and it's going to shrink. That to do list. And when that shrinks, your anxiety is going to shrink, right? So you're just setting yourself up for success there. Then you're going to prioritize your life first, work second, right? It's going to force you to really eliminate those uh, unnecessary but time consuming tasks, right? No more scrolling Facebook, no more just getting stuck in Canva just to avoid outreach, you know, like <laughs> none of that. I see you. I see you. No more of that, right? You don't have time for that. You want to have a life. So you want to spend your work hours actually moving the needle in your business. Uh, Then you're going to batch your tasks, right? Once you look at your list, your work list, right? Your tasks for the week. I want you to really look at where you can put those pieces together. So you're spending less time going back and forth, right? At first, it may not seem very logical. You might be like in the middle of one task and then you start doing something else. But I promise you by the end of the week, because you've planned it out ahead of time, all of the pieces are gonna to come together. And my goal for you is to cut your work day in half over time once you've optimized. So in order to do that, you've really got to focus, right? And minimizing those little 15 minute um, extra moments of, okay, what am I doing next? And I've got to go grab this and I've got to gather this. You do that four times, you've just lost an hour doing nothing. Yeah, big time. Yep. So then the last step is going to be, once you've created the system, I want you to focus on optimizing it. Once you've optimized it, we're going to automate as many moving pieces of it as you possibly can. Once you've done that and it's no longer a help, it becomes a hindrance, you know you're ready for the next step, which is delegation.
0: Yes. Oh, powerful, powerful stuff. Let's get some more time back in our day so that we can fulfill the purpose that God has called us to do. That's what it's all about, ladies. So Lynette, thank you so much for being on this show today. Uh, Tell us, you know, if people are interested in what you're doing and
1: and where they can find you, how can they do so? Yes. So the easiest way to find me is Holistic Business Co. That's my website, holisticbusinessco.com. That is also uh, my handle on Facebook. So it's facebook.com slash Holistic Business Co. You will find me and I'm here to help.
0: Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Well, sounds great. So make sure you check out holisticbusinessco.com. And also if you want more great tips around how to business build your business in the Lord's way, make sure you come join our free community called Faithful Ladypreneurs. So thank you once again, Lynette. These have been golden tips. We really appreciate your time and the energy and everything you've poured into us here today.
1: Thank you so much, Elise. It's been a blessing for me to be able to be here. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. All right, guys, we will see you next time on Divinely Driven Results.